0: Her pink tongue darted out over her perfectly plump bottom lip, slicked with gloss. This nervous, off-balance look of hers raised all my red flags. I was used to the quiet, sexy-as-all-hell confidence that had always drawn me in, at least until she'd opened her mouth that infamous morning and told me what she'd really thought of me. I need a few moments of your time. I raised an eyebrow. Now that was a new development. She'd never sought me out. Is that so? Yes, if you could spare me five minutes. Some of her words from that morning, which I might as well have tattooed on my skin, came back to me. Do this again? Are you crazy? I must have been insane to do this the first time. This can never happen again, and no one can ever know. No one. And now she wanted a favor. In this shop, the only way a woman gets my time is if she's getting a tattoo, or is on her knees or her back. I knew my answer was crude, but that was what she undoubtedly expected from me, and I hated to disappoint. A flush of color hit her cheekbones, and I wondered for a brief second whether she was remembering what it had been like to be on her knees in front of me. Fuck, I wish I remembered. Then I could just fucking move on. I waited for the clipped go to hell and an abrupt exit, but instead of turning and walking out, she surprised me. A tattoo it is, then. My eyebrows hit my hairline. Really? Of what? The disbelief was evident in my tone. She hesitated a moment before answering. A fleur-de-lis. She held up her fingers to indicate the size. Right here. She pointed to her hip bone. No shit? No shit. A grin tugged at the corner of my mouth when she echoed me, but I beat it back. She was here because she wanted something from me. Badly enough that she was willing to let me get her partially naked and under my tattoo gun to accomplish it. Interesting. Then follow me, sweetheart. I led her back to my room and pulled the door shut. She moved to sit, but I stopped her. I wanted to see just how committed she was to whatever the hell had brought her here. Drop your skirt first. Her head jerked up. Yeah, I figured that'd get your attention, Princess. Are you serious? You expect me to give you a tat through your clothes? Even I'm not that good. Those vivid blue eyes turned to ice. Fine, but you have to listen to what I have to say. Fair enough. You lose the skirt, I'll listen. Didn't mean she'd get what she came for, but I could at least listen if it got her clothes off. "'Jesus, I'm pathetic. Bargaining for her to get naked? With most other women, all I had to say was strip, and the clothes hit the floor right before the female in question hit her knees. I wasn't vain, but even I knew that being 6'4", covered in tats, and built like a brawler had an effect on the ladies. I forced myself to turn away and grab my gear. The rest of the blood in my head went south with the delicate hiss of her zipper. Fractured images of her naked and bent over my bed, ass blushing red from where I hadn't been able to stop myself from smacking it, rushed through me. I just didn't know if they were memories or fantasies. Fuck. I'd never be able to get her this tat with a heart on the size of a goddamn Redwood. I glanced over my shoulder, unable to resist getting a look at what she'd uncovered. But the slice of skin exposed between her skirt and jacket wasn't the nakedness I'd envisioned. And the words that came next doused my libido. I need you to donate a piece of property you own through your parents' trust to the L.R. Bennett Foundation. I crushed my fist closed around the alcohol prep pads to keep them from scattering to the floor. So that's what brought her here. Shoulda figured. Think Bill Gates Foundation and then scale it back a few billion and you had the L.R. Bennett Foundation the top of the heap of New Orleans do-gooders, and founded and run by Vanessa's mother's people. My anger, which had already been steadily bubbling since she'd walked through the door, rose hot and fast. You came here to ask me for money. I needed to hear her say it again. She shook her head, and not a single strand of hair moved from her perfect style. That perfection was like fuel to the fire. No, not money, Land. Your parents' trust owns a piece of property next to several lots owned by the Foundation. But there was some sort of legal mistake in our deed